Hello everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Money Talks, where we will be discussing sales and uh, the sales struggles that people will experience and also how to use sales strategies to make your business grow. So I'm obviously joined by my amazing co-host, JT. Say hello. I hate him to say that. <laughs> he did. <laughs> So we are going to discuss some really cool things with you guys today, including the things you should definitely not do if you want to be successful in business, because we find that a lot of people uh, tend not to discuss this topic for whatever reason. So we thought that we would actually be the ones to do it. Um, so prior to obviously doing all of this, we would like to introduce my, uh, ourselves. Uh, my name is Asen Kirilov. Um, I represent GenSpy, and my uh, amazing co-host is Jedediah Thomas, who represents the Online Wealth Machine. And we have joined forces on this podcast, video cast, uh, video, however this is coming across to you guys, to provide you with helpful tools, tips, tricks, strategies, formulas, ideas, and all sorts of content that you could use to help better your uh, marketing journey and financial endeavors. Basically giving you shortcuts along the way. So if you have never heard of us before, this is gonna be a really cool episode for you guys to check out. So stay tuned, because there's a lot more to follow. We are going to begin with some sales struggles, which I believe my co-host has some to share with. So go for it, JT. Oh yeah, so we'll just start kind of generally um, things that people do wrong in sales. Sales is a word that is kicked around in every aspect of your life and people don't even know what selling is. They hear the word selling, they hear the word closing. You know, everyone says always be closing, always be selling, all these things and they're like buzzwords and nobody has a clue what that actually means. And <laughs> so we're going to go over, you know, that things that are taught wrong. We're going to go over a little bit about, you know, things that I have experienced in sales that were mm -hmm. nightmares as a result of doing it the wrong way. And then we're going to go over a little bit into, you know, how I found what I consider the best sales process on the planet. And it's really, 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 really good. And then um, a little bit about the strategies and importance of sales and business. Amazing. <sighs> that was a mouthful. <laughs> so <laughs> do you have any questions? Like, have you, have you seen anything like salespeople doing the wrong thing? And then I can kind of comment on that, or you just want me to just throw it out there to the world? Quite honestly. Um, I mean, in all the experience that I've had in sales, I have seen a lot of mistakes. Uh, whether and I'm not just talking punctual punctuality. Uh, I'm I'm talking about the the different type of stupid strategies that people tend to use to be able to um, generate even a little bit of minuscule profit. And the fact of the matter is, if you're not using the correct strategies to be able to actually sell to people, which a lot of which I find is more psychologically based. Um, you need to be able to connect with people on an emotional basis if you're trying to sell something to them because um, in our day-to-day -day lives, passively, we're consuming content pretty much all the time, you know, other than when you're asleep. 
Um, so realistically, every single type of content that we see in a way, shape or form is actually a sales advert. If you think about it, if it's say, for example, a car, you know, branding in general can be used as a, a selling strategy. So these are the type of things that a lot of people don't know how to use properly, which JT will actually fill you guys in on. But um, we do want to kind of touch on the type of things that people are doing wrong as well, mainly because we want you guys to have a very clear cut picture of how you can do things to be able to actually generate profit the right way, other than trying to spend months and months and years and, and you know, all of your time that you have on this amazing planet of ours that we call Earth and have nothing to show for it. If you're trying to concentrate on using strategies that don't work, then what would be the point in doing it? How would you get any sales? These are the type of questions you need to ask yourself. So this is why we're here. We're trying to teach you the right things to do, the right strategies to use, but we are going to start with some of the things and uh, some of the things that we have seen, gone through and actually experienced ourselves mainly JT because he's got some amazing stories for you guys to share so that you don't repeat these type of mistakes so I'm gonna let JT crack on uh, personally I do have one question and that is what is the least and the worst experience that you have had in regards to sales oh my gosh I have so many let, let me start off from the top um first of all we'll talk about the definition of closing and sales okay the definition of closing get a okay. notebook write this down <laughs> this will fix like 90 percent of your problems the definition of closing is the exact moment when your customer knows you likes you and trusts you enough and wants your product bad enough to exchange their hard-earned money for your product or service it's like that little sweet spot that you're looking for well it's like you know it's 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 what every salesperson is trying to get to and there's kind of a misnomer definition of closing which i'll get into and then selling the definition of selling is every action or inaction that leads to that point of the close cool let's there's dig right into it doing there's things you should not be doing <laughs> let's start <laughs> with the, the things thing that you should not, not be doing Let's start with that because I think that's a very important point that people need to to have and understand so that they don't end up being in that particular situation themselves. Okay, so I'm gonna start off with um, the sales model I was originally taught and that I've seen in basically every sales job I've ever had and it's wrong. Mm -hmm. um, basically, I'm gonna give it my own name. I'm gonna call it the son of a pitch model. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> because by the time strong. you're done you know your customer will hate you so much they think you're a son of a pitch <laughs> i tell you what that's a great name you, you should copyright that right now right that's a great name. <laughs> it's it's unofficially copyrighted if you see this video <laughs> it's too late i've certified mailed it to myself <laughs> all right so the, the whole idea of that sales model is that you go in you know you build some bullcrap rapport like you spend 15 minutes talking about their cat 
or the painting on their wall or some other just absolutely ridiculous stuff that every other salesperson on the planet does mm -hmm. thinking that, you know, they're getting a special in with people. Yeah. And then you go into your pitch and then mm -hmm. at the end of the pitch, basically you expect them to buy. And if for some reason they don't buy, then you're shocked beyond all mortal belief. And then you yeah. go into um, so-called closing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and there's entire books about the word like closes, like closes for this situation, closes for that situation. I actually mm -hmm. mentioned one um, a couple episodes back about the Ben Franklin close. Yeah. Um, no, that was actually in my my messenger mastermind. We'll, we'll talk about that later. But it's basically you go down and you have like um, buy my product, not buy my product. Then you list all the logical reasons why it's a good idea to buy your product. Then you list like mm -hmm. the four things and you end up with like a hundred reasons and it eventually tricks people into buying through logic alone. And that doesn't really work. Mm -hmm. um, and then you have all these other ridiculous closes like like they come down to basically falling on your knees and begging your customer to buy mm -hmm. wow. <laughs> or or you're threatening them like it, it, it gets really bad and the whole the, the the problem is is that those are different ways to ask for the order but that's not really how you close somebody no and so the the overall philosophy is wrong so it's like you memorize seven or eight of these different closing methods and then you beat someone <laughs> over the head until Basically. they just like they either call the police on you or buy yeah and even if they do buy as soon as you walk out the door they're going to cancel because they hate you and that's that's absolutely wrong mm -hmm. okay Asen, totally have you ever seen someone use that model um no but you know what what just popped into my head um you know wolf of wall street right mm -hmm. You know, after he got canned in the beginning, and he ended up going into that um, investor center, they, they used they, they, he was introduced to penny stocks, right? The idea when he started speaking to his first customer and why everybody was all around him looking and listening to him, like he was some sort of God, right? It's because he took all of the knowledge that he had from wall street brought it into this tiny little town that nobody had any idea how to sell managed to close a deal that made him two thousand bucks in literally less than five minutes right this is the difference if you were one of these general schmoes and you think that your strategies are working there's no point in continuing to watch this video but if you're someone that actually wants to become better and wants to be able to make a difference for yourself, mainly because everybody that's watching this video is probably doing it for themselves, if not for their families, you know, and things like that. The difference in that and the reason why I'm mentioning that particular story is because he took the knowledge that he had, he took the experience that he had from Wall Street, brought it into that particular office and managed to complete that deal in less than five minutes because he was speaking to people from a completely different breed. Okay, people that have never had that type of experience. If you have the right strategy, if you know exactly the right things to say, then you will get a sale every single time, whether it's on the phone, whether it's speaking face to face to someone or on a Zoom call or however it is, it doesn't really matter. The fact is that if you have the knowledge, you have, even if you have a script, 
whether that script works or not, that's debatable. But if you have the right tools, you'll be able to get the right results. If you don't have the tools, you ain't gonna have any results. That's the simple fact of the matter. But you know, as they say, it's not the size of your script, it's how you use it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That is true. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, that, no, sorry, that, that, is, that is a great scene. Like, I, I love that scene. And I'm going to talk about that more later on. Um, so that's that's one sales model, the, the son of a pitch sales model. You come across as a complete jerk. Um, and yeah. then the other common sales model, which is kind of a more common one that I've been that I've known about briefly dipped into um, is like mm. personality based selling. Yeah. So the idea is that you have different types of personalities, people, and you kind of mm -hmm. cater your presentation to that person. Right. And that can be effective. I mean, part of sales is like mirroring and, and it, you and with sales, you want to be like the other person, you know, mm -hmm. they, they like you because you are like them, you know, you're like one of a kind. Yeah. And you know, you're just best buddies, not in mm -hmm. the normal sense, but they just, they have an instant connection with you, instant rapport because you're just like them and you really care about them. And that exactly. is so, so crucial. Mm -hmm. The problem with that system <clears throat> is that you have to learn four separate or more, depending on how many personalities they have, four separate systems to sell different type of people. And so you're doing four times the work trying to learn, you know, how to sell when you could just learn one system that sells everybody. Yeah. So if you guys don't want to be a raging schizophrenic, then by all means, please do not use this strategy. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying it's a bad strategy. It's just more more work than you need to do to be effective. Basically, like if you want to yeah. be a psychologist, by all means, you know, learn about the personalities. But if you're wanting to sell and become, you know, a million dollar or multi-million dollar salesperson, which is entirely mm -hmm. possible and easy to do if you do it the right way, you it's, it's you know, extra. You don't need to know all of that stuff, honestly. Absolutely, Absolutely of course. Anyway, All right. go, 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 so, go, 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 go. You're on a roll, baby. Let's, uh, I'm let's rolling, do man. It. You see the biscuits coming out? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, and then the last thing I want to cover is rapport. Rapport is so misunderstood. And I did briefly cover it, which is, you know, you talk about someone's cat for, you know, 15 minutes, but it can get ridiculous. Like, you, like someone talks about duck hunting and then you're like, oh my gosh, you know, my great, great, great grandfather was a duck hunter for like a century. And then you spent 45 minutes talking about all this crap that has nothing to do with the sale. You have not gotten anywhere closer to the sale. You have wasted your prospects time and they think you're an idiot. <laughs> yep. People do this. People do, do they, this. They, they honestly do. And it is unbelievably ridiculous because a true expert if you remember back many, many episodes, I talked about, you know, the doctor coming in and, you know, doing what the doctors do. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, we remember the doctors. You have to come across as an expert and an expert does not waste your time. Mm -hmm. That's an true. expert's time is valuable. If you are wasting time, you are immediately disqualified as an expert. Mm -hmm. Because an expert has zero time because they're dealing with so many problems effectively. That's correct. Uh, let me ask okay. you a quick question. How yeah. do you deal with objections? 
that's a great question. So yeah. that goes back into um, that's more of the right way to sell. Let's <laughs> let, let me share some experiences I had when selling, <laughs> and then I will it. go into the right way to sell. Because that, that's a that's a great question. All right. So my first sales job was uh, home water systems. Like they. Um, they did something like ionizing the water or something like that. Like they call it refined water. And right. it was basically a water softener. And it was like a $10,000 system. And I would go to people's houses. I'd have, you know, two appointments a night. And each presentation was like an hour and 45 minutes long. Damn. An hour and 45 <laughs> freaking minutes long. Damn. <laughs> wow. And I was supposed to sell these water systems and actually sold probably about 20 of them right. in the three months that I was working there. Unfortunately, this was right after the American credit crisis and all of their credit got declined. So the entire time I was working there of all the sales I made, I made like $212 and that was it for three months of work. That's all I made. And so <laughs> that, that wasn't even the worst of it. So anyways, I was taught, you know, the, the son of a pitch sales model and I had this just long freaking script Jesus. and I had to memorize word for word. This this was a packet. It was like 40 pages or something. It was absolutely absurd. I had to literally memorize why? the entire packet in a week. I could have been a freaking actor with that kind of skill. Like what? They, like why? <laughs> so why would why would someone put Dude, I'm telling through? you my experience. <laughs> I don't know Christ. why. Dude, that's that's like the old sales model. You just like overwhelm them with all this crap and somehow they buy and it just doesn't work. But anyways, of of the experiences I had, I remember one presentation was so long. The people, it was like, it ended up at 11.30 at night and the people were literally standing in the kitchen listening to me rattle on this script and they were falling asleep while they were standing up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That so that's, that's, ridiculous. you know, that's you know, ridiculous. me not knowing any better. I had a really terrible manager, um, a very, very bad manager. I didn't know any better. Um, so he would say, okay, you know, line up the pitch, you go through the whole script, you know, the, the hour something minutes of it, and then call me and I will close them. I said, great. Cause I don't know what this closing thing is. And all you've given me is a script and really nothing else about mm -hmm. that. It was an entry level sales job. I didn't know what sales was. Right. And, okay. <laughs> And um, so I would, call him. I would call him and then he would try, which, you know, he wasn't nearly as good as he thought he was. And he would get upset at me. So he'd be sitting there screaming at me over the phone, swearing at me. And so loud the customers could hear it. And they were like, your boss is a complete hole. And I'm like, I'm so sorry about this. Like, I don't know what to, what to do about this. Like, Jesus. <laughs> like, this is what I was told to do. And this is what is happening. I don't understand what's going on. Hmm. And, you know, along Pure with that job, I was, oh, it was, is, it was bad. It was bad, man. And like, I didn't know how bad it was until I learned the right way to sell. That's a, like, you know, we'll get to that, but hmm. <sighs> Jesus. I guess that processed some of the emotions from this job like there was a lot of crazy stuff that happened those um it sounds like he said never never park in the people's driveway you know you always park across the street and like two houses down so that's what i always did and so i did one presentation i come out my car got towed <laughs> so i had oh to pay God. several hundred dollars to get my car back you know that was more than i made in money in that three months period just getting my car back oh my days. see this is the type uh, of stuff that 
there's a reason why we tell you these stories okay don't go through this uh, don't go through this yourselves this is the reason why okay so steer clear of situations like this if you can help it okay right. and i, I want to impress upon people if you've ever had a salesperson do something like this to you it's 99 chance it's not the salesperson's fault it's probably they have a crappy sales manager that doesn't know how to sell and the only reason they became a sales manager is because they accidentally sold more than everyone else who sucked and they yeah. can't teach it because they don't have a systemized process so you, you have these salespeople that are relying on their job to do what their manager tells them to do or they get fired and their manager is an idiot <laughs> so yeah. don't you know don't Definitely. blame it on the salesperson it's probably not their fault you just have um an unfortunate um bearer of bad news <laughs> that Correct. got sent to you absolutely so, so now that we've kind of uh experienced that particular side of you know the, the sales industry itself let's kind of focus into the right way to do things okay give people an that idea is of, coming of next i will i will talk about how i found the right way to sell because i've been in sales 10 years about and okay. it's only in the last maybe eight months that i found the right way to sell i sucked at it like the the entire nine and something years before that i maybe made a thousand dollars in sales despite being full-time a lot of that time right. like i was a full-time salesperson and i could not sell to save my life and i had so many different jobs so many different managers and it just didn't work so anyways to fix that problem, I wasn't just, you know, sitting on my rear end. I was I was buying courses, buying books, buying everything I could, going to seminars, trying to figure out what is this mysterious thing called selling and how do I do it? And why mm -hmm. am I not good at it? And so I ended up getting um, one of the, the gurus that I started following is a, a major, major marketer, very, very well known. He has books, he's got tapes, he's got seminars, he's got um, everything and I enrolled I got several of his books I enrolled in um, an online university of him and I was following his method and he also taught the son of a pitch method and but his his thing was all about different closing so he has like a whole book on different you know I call it the book of crap closes <laughs> because it's terrible um, but uh, I, I thought that was the right way because that's all I knew mm -hmm. okay like, yeah. And I thought he's the best at that method. And that's the only method I know about. And so therefore he must be the best. Yeah. And so he ended up getting on a, um, a podcast very much like we're doing like an interview with mm -hmm. the actual Wolf of Wall Street, like we were talking about. Right. And the Wolf of Wall Street was, I was like, who's this joker that thinks he's a salesperson? He's going to, you know, my guy is going to tear him apart. And, right. you know, my guy's going to like beat the heck out of him because who, who is this other joker? And and then Jordan, you know, the Wolf of Wall Street, Jordan Belfort, mm -hmm. he was so professional, so put together, so suave, so mm -hmm. expert in every word he said, his body language, his tonality, everything. And my guy, my guru, who I had all these books from, who I had, you know, gone to seminars, you know, had all the tapes yeah. and the, the university he he was so bad like he was like i don't even like sales you know and then Jordan was like okay well you used to do door to door and it's like oh what was your script that you used and he's like 
I just go and knock on the door and say, I got fish. And I'm like, what the heck? Like, this is crap. And my guy looks like, you know, a complete petulant child or a drug addict or something. Like, it was, oh my God, it was so bad. So they ended up just like, oh stopped God. talking about sales and started talking about real estate or something. Like, if you've oh seen boy. this interview, you know how bad it is, but I'm not going to say the name, you know, because uh -huh. I'm not going to blame people. But, oh my God, that was the moment. I, I finished that interview. I canceled my university subscription. I said, look, I'm going to learn from Jordan Belfort. <laughs> Forget this other clown. I'm going to learn from the best because this guy really knows what it's going on. So I ordered his book. When I got his book, which is called The Way of the Wolf, mm -hmm. that book, I read that book. I, I understood immediately every single problem I ever had with sales. Right. <laughs> Nobody could ever tell me what I was doing wrong. And that book explained it exactly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was so shocked that there was a process behind sales that actually worked. Yeah. Okay. And I mm. was, I was blown out of my mind. I've been talking for like 20 minutes. <laughs> what do you have to say, Asen? <laughs> yeah, quite honestly, I'm kind of like intrigued to know more. <laughs> so um, I'm, I'm just chilling. Just, just All right, cool. you, you fly, so carry on. Cool, um, so man, um, yeah, you mentioned, you know, the scene in The Wolf of Wall Street where yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio actually was coached by Jordan Belfort to have the correct tonality for that scene, the correct scripting for that scene, and that's why he looked so good. But if you've ever seen Jordan Belfort speak, and then you put Leonardo DiCaprio right next to him, even though Leonardo is so different. much better than everyone else, Jordan yeah. is like light years beyond Leonardo. And I like Absolutely. Leonardo's probably like one of the best actors out there, but Jordan is is a freaking killer. The second you you hear him open his mouth, you know he's getting that sale. Yeah. And <laughs> like there is no really, question about it that. It really boils down to the simple strategy of, if anybody has, never actually seen The Wolf of Wall Street, um, the movie with Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, there is a scene which the movie and the book, every story about Jordan is famous for, and it's the pen, isn't it? It's selling the pen. The pen story is such an amazing story because it really boils down to the simplicity of sales. Because in reality, you could literally sell anything if you knew this particular strategy. And the pen is just an item. It doesn't really re represent anything. But I will. I, I think JT will actually tell this better. Yes. Yes. I have. I'm like hopping out of my seat here. <laughs> <laughs> Go for right, it. Okay. So if you've only seen the movie and you've never read the book, you don't know the pen story. Okay. Like the movie gets it wrong, and it's like, oh, sell me this pen, and they come up with some kind of son of a bitch bull crap mm -hmm. to trick people to buy the pen, which is not how you do it. Okay, so the real story of the pen from The Way of the Wolf um, and Jordan's partner, I, I don't know if he called him his name by the movie, I'll just use the movie name, Donnie comes in and yeah. he's got like a new employee there and he's doing an interview. He's like, well, you're a good salesperson, sell me this pen. And he's trying to, you know, oh, this is the greatest pen, all this stuff, all this stuff, like the son of a pitch method. And yeah. like, he's like, no, this is crap. And he hands Donnie the pen and he's like, Donnie, sell me this pen. And yeah. Donnie says, hey, uh, Jordan, how long have you been in the market for pens? And he says, I'm not, you know, I don't use pens. I, I don't even own one. Like I have no use for them. And he's like, thanks, have a great day, sir, bye. That's it. 
It's that simple. <laughs> Done! Yes. Like, you Supply don't waste your time. You don't waste your time pitching unqualified prospects. Absolutely. You do not. Like, that. No. that is a major um, turning point in sales. Like, you, you go through this entire qualification process of asking people, you know, details and getting their financial information and all this other details about them to see if you even want to waste your time with them. And if you yeah. don't, get out of there. That's it. That's it. Which was, like, I was taught was blood. anything on two or four legs that has a heartbeat you try and sell to. <laughs> and it's so wrong. Oh my God, it's so wrong. It <laughs> like really, I, I had one, I had one situation. I was using a different clothes book. It, it was another book of closes. This was like, uh, the safety deposit box closed and and I went through my pitch and I was trying this one it was like there was a warning on this clothes it was like <laughs> do not use this this clothes will elicit a reaction from your customer do not say this clothes unless you are one foot out the door and out <laughs> of striking distance <laughs> uh, really? so this whole idea was that you know it's like i'm gonna f you're gonna fill out this form i'm not gonna put it in you didn't buy the product i'm go you're gonna buy a safety deposit box at the bank and you're gonna put this form in the bank and then in 20 years when your little girl is wanting to go through college you're gonna pull this out and realize all of the money that you could have saved to put her through college was right here on this form and you didn't buy it. And this, <laughs> like the girl, the, the wife was in tears. This guy was screaming. The little girl like ran to her room to get a coin bucket to like pay for those. <laughs> like, oh my God, I thought I was going to get arrested or something. And like my manager, like my manager found out and they're like, you did great. This this is what we always wanted for you. I'm like, you guys are insane. <laughs> <laughs> You're absolutely freaking nuts. Like this is not how you treat people. And like oh that's why God. people get uh, salespeople get bad names. That's why people hate salespeople because that's how they're taught to sell. Jesus Christ! Oh Seriously. my God! Oh my days! That is. That is obnoxiously ridiculous. What? Can you tell I'm passionate about sales? <laughs> yes. And that's exactly why we wanted to discuss this topic with you guys, because this is the type of stuff that you will not see. You will not hear about. You will not hear someone discussing. You know, that's why we wanted to make this specific episode to show you guys that the possibilities are endless. <laughs> right. Okay. All right. Let's... Yeah. So I want to say, um, Jordan's Jordan Belfort's system is the system that I use. He has the straight line sales system. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you'll get a ton of value from the book just understanding what a sale is, the, the anatomy of the sale, like what to do, what not to do. It's a great introduction to sales. The problem is, is that his system relies very heavily on tonality and body language, which is not something you can communicate in a book. So if you want to learn his system, you actually do need to invest in one of his courses, but it's well worth it. I mean, like one of them is like $15,000 or something, but it's worth every freaking penny. Yeah, like, like the people go through this course, um, actually his, his stockbrokers, if you saw the movie, you, you knew how bad they were high school dropouts, yeah. drug addicts, people you would not, you know, give a dollar to if you mm -hmm. saw them. They were going in and closing multi-million dollar deals over the phone with people they had never seen before, never heard of. They never heard of their brokerage before using Jordan's system. And so yeah. he 
can take anyone, no matter how bad you are, no matter if you've never heard of selling in your life and make you into a top tier professional. I'm talking about the people that are selling millions of dollars a year. Like he was up to what, $49 million a year yeah, before he got that. you know in trouble with the law and whatnot. Yeah. But it's not because he was doing illegal activity. It's because he was so freaking good at selling. That is his gift to the world. Like he's one of my idols, not because of what he did wrong, but because he actually knows his stuff. He knows what the heck he's doing. That's and it basically takes every sale and makes it the same. You don't have to learn different closes. You don't have to learn different personalities. You learn mm -hmm. one system, one continuous system that's extremely powerful and one script. And you use that and you close like everybody that you come across that's qualified. Absolutely. I mean, if you want to be the best, you got to learn from the best. So cool. Right. So I feel like we kind of are a bit strapped for time. So we want to kind of delve into um, some strategies for you guys and actually more so the right way to do things. So we've managed to discuss so far a little bit of a recap we've managed to discuss how not to use sales how not to do sales and what not to do period okay so let's discuss ways that you can focus on that will actually work for you guys okay now i will start with the qualification that this is talking about in-person sales because messenger sales is completely different um oh yeah absolutely all Absolutely. sales are exactly the same, but messenger sales is completely different. I did, if you're interested, a messenger mastermind that will be released in my group for free when we reach 100 members. So if you're interested in that, definitely join, invite people, and that will get released to the general public inside mm -hmm. my group. Um, but here on, on the call, I just want to go over a little bit of in-person selling. Tonality and body language is key. Obviously, we've talked about that. Um, the number one thing is you want to be seen as an expert. You want to show that you care and you have to have a company, a product that's, you know, good, ideally. <laughs> like it at should least be good. Least, if not, least, you should quit your least, job least and find, uh, find a product that's actually good. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but what you have to realize is from the moment you walk in the door, before they even see you, you are selling. Absolutely. How you carry yourself, how you look, everything about that, you are selling. But the sale does not begin until they say no the first time. Oh, yeah. This is a nifty now, little trick. This is totally, Remember totally this. opposite of the son of a pitch method. They say you do the pitch and then you go into this battering ram of closes and then they're convinced to buy. And that's not reality. So Jordan's system is like, you know, you have a several different scripts. You have your like introductory script. And then when they say no, when you ask the order, you they say no, you actually go into your secondary script and you have scripts because it's not, sales is an erosion process, okay? It's not Absolutely. something that happens at once, no matter how good your script is, because you're running up against people's limiting buying beliefs. And so it's almost like picking a lock, you know, you can't mm -hmm. give your best material up front. You have to slowly work your way through it and then you hit a tumbler and then, okay, you go back and then you work on the next tumbler. You go back and you work on the next tumbler until they buy. That's it. It's, okay. a, it's all a little bit of a guessing game, but it's worth it in the end. 
Well, it's not a guessing game if you have a properly tried and true tested script, which no salesperson should be without. Some of this can I'm be not found. talking about an hour and 45 minute long script. <laughs> I'm talking <laughs> about one not. that works. Definitely not. This is this but, kind but, of goes... but let me let, let me go ask on. you this. Okay, you, you go into someone's house and you present your product and that product, like they are head over heels loving your product. It's the best thing since sliced bread. You know, they're calling their friends for money to afford the product. Will they buy from you? If you're already at that stage, then yes. No, they won't. Why not? Okay, let's say second scenario. Same with that. They love your product. Best thing since sliced bread. And they think that you are the most honest, trustworthy, professional person on the planet and you have their best interests in mind, will they buy? For the sake of this exercise, let's say no. <laughs> you learn quickly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's say both of those are true. And, you know, they, that product is the best thing since sliced bread. You are the most tr trustworthy, honest person. You care about them. And your company is respectable, has been mm -hmm. around a while has serviced a lot of customers and it's a, a company they can really trust in to take care of their best interest, will they buy? I really feel the need to say yes, but I think I'm going to stick with no. Good. Awesome. <laughs> because no matter, those are, those are critical employments. If you don't have those, they will not buy. If they think you're a jerk, if they think you're dishonest, not trustworthy, mm -hmm. they're not going to buy no matter how much they love the product. If you know, they don't think your custom company is trustworthy. They like you, they like your product, but they're going to be like, uh, no, you need to get a new company because your company sucks. Mm -hmm. Or they could just say, well, your product is crap. I don't get out of my house, you know? Right, so you have yeah. to have all three of those. But the reason why you can't do one script and go to the, like, close everybody is mm -hmm. because of limited buying beliefs, limiting you have to work through those and that's not something that happens all at once it's it is an erosion process and you're going mm -hmm. through that entire process in in the sales call <clears throat> excuse me and this goes back to your question earlier about how to handle objections mm -hmm. now the common method is every time they have an objection it's oh i have to talk to my wife you say, what do you have to talk to your wife about, sir? Mm. <laughs> and you get in your, your face like you know their relationship better than they do. Or, oh, I have to call my accountant. Or it's not the best time of year. And you're like, you have all these canned responses, <laughs> which makes you come across as a complete jerk. Yeah. And he, it doesn't work. It completely shuts them off and you don't get the sale. Mm -hmm. What does work is realizing that when someone has an objection it's because they're either not 100% sold on your product they're not 100% sold on you they're not 100% sold on your company or they have limited buying beliefs and the mm -hmm. whole idea is to go back and you just keep working those until they're 100% 100% 100% ding boom they bought that's it that's it and it's not even about finances at the end of the day if you think about it it's about exactly what JT said even though you could have all of these things, they will always have that belief because people do not like, and, and this is this goes for everyone. There is no person that, if you were a salesperson and you, you knock on somebody's door 
the moment they open that door, they're already skeptical about what it is that you're trying to achieve. So they've already got this built up idea. Like <clears throat> it, it's it's more more or less the fact that if you guys have ever gone through this, someone knocks on your door, you open the door, and it's a bunch of Bible salesmen. Right? How many times have you had that experience and you go, in the back of your mind, you really like, I, I just want to shut this door. That's the whole point that JT is trying to put across because in reality, no one wants to be sold, okay? You have to make the client believe that they want this product from you or that they even need the product more so than, than want it. If you can achieve that, you can achieve a sale. Am I right? right? But it has to be has to be done elegantly and with class because otherwise you will never be more than one of the skeevy used car salesmen that everybody Absolutely. associates with. You, if you can master what I'm talking about, like learn from Jordan, however you want, or even just this podcast, I've given quite a lot of information. If you can learn that, really learn it, you will be top tier investment banker, um, mortgage broker, like insurance broker, anything like top tier. You, you think the top producers in any industry have mastered this. Absolutely. Okay? They know what a sale is, they know how to close people and they know how to do it in such a way that they become friends with their client and they give them massive referrals. Massive Absolutely. referrals. And, like, and that's they, where your business grows. These are all transferable skills. This This doesn't need to even be applied to sales per se. You could take all of the information that we, we're providing you guys and utilize it in completely different ways. Okay. Once you, you know how to actually sell something to someone by using these particular type of strategies, you'll be able to achieve a lot more. This is why we do what we do, because we're constantly trying to provide you easier ways to do and achieve things in your lifespan. Like the struggles that you that you could be going through are absolutely unnecessary if you know how to go around it and what it is that you can do to be able to avoid them. Right, so, as, as Jordan likes to say, having more money doesn't solve your problems. In fact, you'll have more problems. The difference is you show up to your problems in style with a $4,000 suit and a $30,000 watch and a $100,000 limousine. How would you like that? <laughs> that's it, that's it. At that point, your problems will be very, very minuscule. <laughs> All right, so man, we covered a lot. I do want to say before we log off, um, I, I cannot stress enough the, the importance of the difference between messenger sales and in-person sales. What I was talking about was in-person sales. You have to have a script. You cannot use a script for messenger sales, okay? That it's a completely different way of selling with the exact same goals, same you know milestones as in-person sales, but you have to do it a different way. So if you're interested in learning that, definitely get on to my Facebook group, The Online Wealth Machine. And like I said, once we have 100 members, we'll release that to the public and it's gonna be very powerful information, just as good as this, but strictly applied to messenger sales. So um, one last thing, which kind of just popped into my head. If, <clears throat> if you were to utilize or had the opportunity to, to use the three, stra the, the three way of sales, uh, the three ways of sales, uh, one being messenger, one being in-person, and one being over the phone. Which one do you think would be most effective? 
depends on how good of shape you're in. <laughs> like if you're if you're really good to walk 100. I, I used to do solar sales. I used to do insurance sales and vacuum sales door to door. You have to be in really good shape to do that. You're hitting a hundred, couple hundred houses a day. You know, if you can't do that physically, which is you know a reason why I wasn't able to do it, then you have to do something either messenger or phone sales. Phone sales, if you're good with your tonality, can be extremely effective. You know, it's just start, get a list of like 500 people, cold call through all of them. You can go from zero to massive income very quickly. Um, okay. The difference with messenger sales is that you have the benefit of a kind of bio, like your profile helps mm-hmm. sell. So if you don't like talking, you know, if you're more introverted type, maybe messenger sales is more your thing. There's, there's, if you can master any leg of sales, you're going to be a millionaire, hands down. That is like the best skill you can learn in life, period. It'll help you with your job. It'll help you with your relationships, your kids, your business, your selling, everything. It, it, it is communication, persuasive communication at its core. So whichever route of sales you choose, learn how to do it the right way. It will change your life. Great advice there. Great advice. Hope you guys are still with us and I hope you're listening because these are gems that we'll be dropping all the time from here on onward. But unfortunately, we have run out of time. So um, we will have to say adieu and hopefully you guys can catch us on our next episode where we will be discussing the uh, focus mindset and preparation. Okay. Don't we have some interviews coming up? We do, but uh, the actual episodes that we will be discussing, actual. me and JT will be discussing, we'll be focused on that. Okay, three very vital points that you guys need to think about and concentrate on, which is, like I mentioned, focus, mindset, and preparation. And unofficially, since he doesn't want to talk about it, we have some interviews coming up with some really high-powered individuals, which will be interspersed throughout our quote, quote, official episodes for more added value, mayhem, and (laughs) awesomeness. (laughs) Absolutely. And if you guys are lucky enough, we may even release one during the week for you. It really depends. We'll see. But you got to stay tuned to find out. So in the meantime, (laughs) well, you know, we got to give the public what they want, dude. You know, so at the end of the day, that's why we do what we do. We do it because well, that's fine. I'm not going to give you what you want. <laughs> well, listen, let's not go talking about your nipples again, okay? <laughs> but it's been a pleasure as always. My name is Ace Kirillov from GenSpy with my amazing co-host Jedediah Thomas from Online Wealth Machine. Check us out. We're on all the platforms, uh, guys. And if you are watching us on YouTube or any platform that you can subscribe on, or listen to please do so i'm sure it's somewhere along the screen you'll be able to find it easily um in the meantime stay safe and we shall see you on the next episode bye-bye peace